0: Hey Graphic Audio fans, this is Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. This week we are highlighting the first book of a new western series from Graphic Audio. Ralph Compton's Danny Dugan Number 1 – Death Rides a Chestnut Mare Everyone knows that what makes a good western title is usually the characters of the story. So when you have a badass character, that will ensure that you will have a great story on your hands. Now when it's a female badass, it makes it more exciting. Well, in this story, we have a teenage female badass, and she's out seeking revenge. Poor Daniel Strange, he didn't see it coming. Riding to Texas from Missouri to buy some cattle, the gunsmith is killed by a pack of murderous outlaws, leaving his wife a widow and his children without a father. One of the kids attends to seek justice for their father, and it just happens to be his daughter, Danielle. Armed with her father's trademark Colts, Danielle disguises herself as a man and sets course to find the men responsible for her father's death and taking them out one by one. Those in the graphic audio universe know that we have done many great western titles penned by Ralph Compton, and this new title and series is no exception. Director and sound designer Nathaniel Perry, fresh off his year-plus long ride in Mistborn Land takes on this series and delivers some of the great Western work he is known for from his work on the Loner series. Newcomer Danny Stoller continues to add to her repertoire of characters by playing the lead in this book, Danielle Strange. Others from the Graphic Audio bullpen contribute some superb acting, led by Nick DePinto, Eric Messner, Patrick Busink, and David Jordan. For all you Graphic Audio Western fans out there, this title is a no-brainer, so go get your copy today. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Ralph Compton's Danny Dugan number 1, Death Rides a Chestnut Mare. Mm. After finding a livery for her mare and an obscure hotel uh, for herself,
1: she stretched out on the bed to think.
0: Damn it. I must get close enough to do the job and still manage to escape without being seen.
1: Just then, she recalled seeing a notice posted on the hotel's front window. Saturday night, there was to be a Palo Pinto County dance. In less than a minute, Danielle found herself at the front desk of the hotel.
0: What about the Palo Pinto dance? Would it be worth my time staying
1: for it? If you like pretty girls, they'll be here from all over. Then I reckon I'll stay. Danielle hated to part with the money, but she needed some fashionable female clothes, and she couldn't afford to be seen buying them in mineral wells. In Dallas, her first item was a bonnet to conceal her short-cropped hair. It wasn't uncommon for a cowboy to buy clothing for his intended, and nobody gave this cowboy a second look. Danielle bought a divided riding skirt in pale green to match her eyes, and a white blouse with fancy white ruffles. Finally, she bought a pair of fancy half-boots. She bought no underclothing, and the blouse was the actual size she wore. The jiggle that so amused her brothers suited her purpose, and other women would brand her a brazen hussy but she must intrigue her intended victim enough to draw him away from the dance. Taking her purchases, she rode back to Mineral Wells. Now back in her room, she tried on the clothes, tying the bonnet so as to best conceal her short hair. Finally, she stood admiring herself in a cracked mirror on the dresser. Danielle Strange, you look like a whore. But to a man that's killer low down enough to have hanged my pa, a whore would be just his style. Now there was nothing to do except wait four days for the planned dance. Meanwhile, Danielle learned it was to be a street dance at the farthest end of town, near a second livery across from a general store. A visit to the livery revealed overhead beams that were suited to Danielle's purpose. Mineral Wells, Texas, July 20th, 1870. Danielle waited until the dance was in full swing before mingling with the crowd. A bandstand had been built in front of the livery. The moment the men spotted Danielle, there was almost a fistfight over who was to have the first dance. It was a while before Scoville got his chance.
0: Tarnation. Where have you been all my life?
1: Around. Where have you been?
0: I was in the war.
1: The war ended five years ago. Did you get home crawling on your belly?
0: got if you was a man, I wouldn't take that.
1: If I was a man, folks would be wondering if you stand or squat. You brazen bitch! He shoved her away from him. But there were a dozen men waiting to take his place, and despite Danielle's macabre reason for being there, she was beginning to enjoy the dance. As she had expected, Scoville couldn't stay
0: away. Do you drink whiskey? <laughs> what do you think? I got a bottle stash in the rear stall in the livery barn. Give me a few minutes and meet me there.
1: After Scoville had been gone for what she judged ten minutes, Danielle ducked into the shadow of the barn roof's overhang. The two swinging front doors of the livery were closed. Only a full moon lighted the wide open doors in the rear. Here, have a drink. Not yet. She loosened the waist of her divided skirt, allowing it to drop to the ground. She wore nothing beneath it. ha!
0: <laughs> the drink can wait. There's an empty stall over there with
1: some hay. In the stall, he quickly shucked his gun belt and was bent over, tugging at his boots. Danielle took the opportunity to grab her father's colt from Scoville's holster and hit him across the back of the head. Quickly, Danielle dressed herself, and taking a rope hanging outside the stall door, fashioned a noose. She had never tied one before, but the result would serve the purpose. Once she had the business end of it around Scoville's neck, she threw the loose end over an overhead beam. It took all her strength to hoist Scoville off the ground. She then tied the loose end of the rope to one of the poles separating the stalls and with a leather thong tied Scoville's hands behind his back. Scoville's eyes began to bulge as he came to his senses. Now you know how my father felt when you hanged him in Indian territory. Taking her father's gun belt, holster, and the silver-mounted Colt, she slipped out the livery's back door. Now in her room and back in her cowboy clothing, Danielle lay awake, unable to sleep, in her mind's eye watching Dave Scoville strangle to death. Come the dawn, Danielle went to the mercantile and bought a knee-length duster. Returning to her hotel room, she buckled the Colt her father had given her on her right hip. She then buckled her father's belt around her waist so that the weapon was butt forward for a crosshand draw. Trying on the knee-length duster, she found it adequately concealed the two fancy weapons. Wearing the duster, Danielle sought out a café for breakfast. She passed the sheriff's office and was astounded to find the place packed and men milling around outside. She walked up to one of them.
0: What happened? Last night during the dance, some bastard hanged Sheriff Scoville's kid in the livery barn, right while the dance was going on. Any idea who did it? Well, the sheriff figures it might have been some men back from the war. Dave Scoville run off up north until the war was over and didn't come back till a few days ago. There's a lot of folks that lost kin in the war, and they didn't like Scoville. Trouble is, they all got alibis. It wasn't robbery. He still had money in his pockets, but whoever done him in took his fancy silver-mounted pistol. It was
1: time for Danielle to saddle up and ride on. Looking back, she realized she had made one bad mistake. In her hurry to hang Scoville, she had neglected to force from him the names of his nine companions. From now on, her task would be doubly hard. Finished with breakfast, she saddled the chestnut mare and rode northwest toward Dodge. Scoville had returned to Texas because it was his home. With reconstruction going on in Texas, might not the rest of the outlaws have ridden to Dodge, Abilene, or Wichita?
0: If you enjoyed the clip of Danny Dugan number 1, Death Rides a Chestnut Mare, you can purchase the title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book can be purchased in all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. You can also grab it in audio CD format, and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere with our free graphic audio access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.